0: our two-part segment of nursing. It's Molly Metzger. I've known Molly for going on three years now. She was in our wedding. I met her through my wife. Molly, thank you for being with us on Requesting Good Company. Uh, So can you tell me like your actual job title?
1: Yeah, so I'm a registered nurse and I work in the pediatric ICU in downtown louisville i run two machines as well one is the prisma machine which is continuous dialysis for people with sick kidneys and i also run the ecmo machine which can be used for heart or lung bypass for people with sick hearts and or sick lungs and hearts
0: okay so how how did you get into the nursing field
1: um so when i was considering what career path to take my parents had like a number of conversations with me trying to figure out like what would be best I knew I liked science and that it was a strong, um, like strong in my studies. And I knew I liked taking care of people. And so I originally wanted to be a pediatrician. And my mom kind of talked to me about like what that would look like for school and like having a family and kind of pushed me in the direction of nursing because she felt like if I went to nursing school, I would have a solid career, whether I did or didn't go on to med school versus like a biology or chemistry degree, which is a lot more vague. And so that's ultimately how I ended up in nursing. And then I realized I don't want to go on further to school right now. And so I'm glad because I have a career versus just like a fake degree that requires maybe some more schooling to get into something specific.
0: So, how long did you have to go to school? And if you don't mind asking, like, what school did you go to?
1: So, I went to Eastern Kentucky University and I did the four year program um, to become a registered nurse and I got my bachelor's. So, I have a bachelor's of science in nursing. And that's just one of the career paths you can take. You can also go um, to school for a shorter amount of time to get an LPN or an associate's degree in nursing. And then if you decide to go back to school for nursing and you already have a bachelor's, a lot of programs have an accelerated um, track where it's a year long um, program, but there's no breaks. And so you take less classes since you already have a bachelor's. But I did the standard like four year degree, started college and then graduated. four years later for my bachelor's.
0: So Molly, can you please describe like a good day versus a bad day in your um, career field?
1: Okay, tough question. So I think I'm gonna start with, this is gonna sound real cheesy, but like I think mindset has so much to do with it. So I work in an intensive care unit, which means that when I go into work, I remind myself that my like everyday normal is somebody's worst nightmare for their child. And I think that uh, what makes it so tough is that I'm constantly in an environment of high intensity and stress and trying to figure things out with patients. And because of my specialist roles, a lot of times I'm taking care of the sickest patients um, that are actively trying to die or we're trying to keep them from dying or they do die. So I think really probably maybe the hardest part of my job isn't always the medical stuff and doing all the tasks of changing medications and giving medications and doing assessments, but maybe more so all of the like dynamics of communicating between all the teams of physicians and social work and the pastoral care and parents and kind of trying to facilitate like comprehensive care for the patient. And a lot of times, like sometimes the goals between different care teams are at odds or what we think is best for the patient is not what the family wants. And so trying to navigate that when tensions are high and taking the brunt of everyone's emotions. So the flip side of that is um, we see a lot of really cool recoveries in pediatrics. Um, kids are really resilient and they just, their brains and their bodies are so elastic in a way that ours aren't as adults. And there are plenty of patients I've taken care of that we didn't think we're going to make it. And they made a recovery and like a very meaningful recovery, not just like, oh yeah, they're still alive with a poor quality of life, but like they're alive and they're going to rehab and they're already doing things we never thought they would do. I like pediatrics because the parents will like send us cards or now that COVID's over, like bring kids up for us to see them. And it's nice to see them like in their healthy state and not really critical because we don't always get to see that. So
0: that, that kind of leads me to another question. Um, what do you do for the emotional toll? that that takes on
1: you um Mm -hmm. it depends so i would definitely say i'm a professional stuffer uh i've had to learn the art of how to let things go and not just like bottle them all up um so recently i've been working on like mindfulness and processing my emotions and just like taking time to kind of like debrief um instead of just like Wrapping it up is like, oh, this is normal. Like, this is just part of my job. And I think part of that is protective and is healthy. You know, I can't be, like, super emotional over every patient. I would never be able to do my job. But it's also important to acknowledge, like, the hard part and that, like, no, this isn't normal. And I think it really came to the surface. Um, I'm not really into sports, but everybody knows the recent event where the player went down on the field and everyone watched CPR and was, like, distraught over it. And, you know, we were kind of talking at work um, about how, like, the game didn't finish and, like, they didn't know when they were going to play again and people were really struggling. And, it, you know, it really put in perspective because we're like, yeah, we do that, like, on a regular basis. And then you literally have to keep going with the rest of your day. Or, like, you might get another patient. Like, they try to send us home if we have a patient that passes away. But sometimes with, like, staffing shortages and there's a need, like, you don't get to leave. And so you just keep going.
0: So, Molly, um... What are your aspirations in your field or, um, in general? That's (laughs) That's such a weird question. (laughs) This is what I knew was
1: going to happen. That's why I was laughing. (laughs) Everybody meet Oakley. This is my dog. He, um, is a great stress reliever. He's always happy when I get home and wishes I would take him on more walks. Because when I'm gone from work, I'm gone for a very long time. All right. That's the downside of nursing. If you work in the hospital, it's like a 13-hour day. Okay.
0: So Molly, what do you see for your future or your aspirations or your growth in your career?
1: Great question. So one of my favorite parts of nursing and part of why I went into it that I didn't think to talk about earlier is there are so many different avenues um, with a career in nursing. Um, There are lots of different options. So I work bedside at the hospital, but that's not the only thing you can do. And... I think that's partly why I don't want to go back to school because I feel like my options are kind of limitless right now um, for the future and I don't want to be like close pinned into one thing. I don't feel like passionate enough about something specific right now to go back to school, but I honestly think in the long run I would like to do something more with like holistic health and integrative medicine that combines like Western medicine with like Eastern practices that are more natural and less like pharmaceutical driven. And so like ways we can heal ourselves with food or exercise or lifestyle changes opposed to continuing to take more medications that cause need for more medications and are just like a quick fix and a bandaid. Um, so a couple years ago, I took a lactation course because I think eventually I would like to do something with women's health or, um, to do, you know, be a lactation consultant for breastfeeding moms with new babies, specifically like outpatient. Um, you know, we help moms in the hospital, but they're in crisis, so it's very different. They're pumping versus, like, actually teaching a mom and a baby, like, how to nurse effectively to have, like, a positive relationship. I do love what I'm doing right now. I think um, God's given me the perfect gifts to do what I'm doing. Um, I do feel like it's a calling of mine and something I'm really thankful for because I know for some people a job is just a means to an end and a financial security. But for me, my job is also my passion, and I think that helps carry me through like the hard times or the busy times even when i'm feeling burnout or just kind of like what is the point of all this um it makes a big difference i guess and knowing like i have so many options like i don't have to stay doing what i'm doing i don't have to be um a bedside icu nurse forever i can branch out into other things or i can try something and not like it and go back to my current unit I think um, we have a lot of autonomy and a flexibility in my career that not everyone has. Um,
0: so Molly, do you have any advice or resources for anyone that's looking to get into the nursing field?
1: Yeah, so I don't necessarily know like the best things to look up or read, but I can tell you like my go-to is 125%. Like shadow. So take time to shadow um, within the field you're interested in. Specifically nursing because there's so many options and I think there's nothing like you know being in action in real time just to see what it means to be a nurse because I've been trying to describe it to you all day long. Like people often ask me like so what do you do at work? And I'm like well I can name you a bunch of tasks but like I don't feel like it's actually reflective of like what it is to be a nurse and what it means and what all we
0: do. So Molly, What inspires you to continue to do this work of nursing?
1: Oh, great question. So I think this, I'm going to tell you my answer for this season of my life. Because I think it's always changing, right? We're always, we're humans, we're evolving, we're changing, and we're growing. And so um, I think it's finding your why. So why am I a nurse? Um, And what fuels me to get up in the morning? And I think... My honest answer, in the good and the bad, would be I truly believe I've been given the opportunity to be a light in the darkness. And so, um, like I said at the beginning, my everyday normal is somebody's worst nightmare. And especially as a Christian, I think we get to learn to live and love others in everyday life. And I think I, I know God's given me the right gifts to tangibly serve um, in a capacity... Um, when people are at their most vulnerable and weak times. And so I like getting to be the hands and feet of Christ when I take care of my patients and their families. And it's a good reminder, um, especially on hard days or ugly days or days where I just like don't wanna do it and I'm tired of taking care of people because it's exhausting. Um, just to remember that like my ultimate, um, my ultimate why and my ultimate um, just reason for living is for, because of the love the Lord gave us, um, we were able to love others. And really that's like as Christians are calling is to love and so I really i that really resonates with me and is something I pray every morning like Lord let me be your hands and feet to those that I serve uh, may you be seen and not me and so it's easy to lose sight of that and it's easy to just say that and not really mean it but I can say consistently like that is um, what gets me through the day why I show up in the morning and um, what keeps me going because I get asked a lot like how do you do this job I couldn't do it it's really hard I'd be really depressed whatever and I just say like the Lord like the Lord is how I can do the job because without him I don't think I could do it Um, and I think I would be I would be depressed you know we see a lot of terrible things things that easily can make you anxious or fearful and that's something I also have to be mindful of because it's it's a dangerous rabbit hole to get in um, of seeing all the bad and my mom says you see a pin dot of the population and I say well it feels like the whole thing
0: Molly, I'd like to thank you for being on Requesting Good Company. Um, If you could give your final words of encouragement to the people, what would you say?
1: Oh, again, seasonal answer. Um, This is where I'm at right now. But I think uh, to be grateful, to wake up um, and each day have just a grateful mindset. Go in seeing like what's out there. um, Acknowledge the positives more than you acknowledge the negatives and really just to love yourself. Um, in a way that makes it easier to love others. So I found that it's really hard to love others if you're not loving yourself and you're not able to be grateful for what you have, especially in a world where there's constantly more and changing things and something else you could be doing or being or whatever. Um, But just to be grateful and um, to love yourself well so you can love others and go out there and make a positive difference.
0: Because we're always requesting good company.
1: Hey!